Day one of fall camp is in the books for the 2022 Utah football team, but what did Coach Witt think of his team's performance on the first day? You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube. My name is JT Wistersill. I worked in the University of Utah Athletic Department for three years and now bringing you guys the Utah coverage that you guys need. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about Coach Whittingham's comments in his post-practice press conference. Also going to touch on Coach on Offensive Coordinator Andy Ludwig's comments as we got to speak to both him and Coach Witt, and then at the end, wrap it up with just a, a big takeaway from the day and talking about something I thought that was a quote that I thought was really interesting from Coach Witt today. But as I mentioned, let's start with the man himself. Coach Witt came in after practice wrapped up. It was a hot one out in Salt Lake, as I'm sure you guys were well aware of. And overall, Coach Witt thought the practice went really well. He said, he made the comment that he felt like this was a really a veteran-led practice, and what he meant by that was he felt like it was a practice that you get eight or nine weeks into eight or nine practices into fall camp not the very first day and he said that speaks to the amount of veteran leadership we have on this team you could tell the guys had been spending a lot of time working together on the field there were very little mental mistakes and things were really smooth I mean that's obviously a huge sign that's one of those things where when you're going through and predicting games you can't account for the mental mistakes the mishaps the false starts, the fumbles, the drive killers, though a lot of those things being things that plagued Utah early last season. So it's really encouraging to hear Coach Witt talk about how those weren't issues in the first day of practice and that this team really was sharp early on. And it's also great to hear him talk about how he could tell that these guys spend a lot of the time working together in the offseason, getting those extra reps in, going out, throwing together, doing all those things on their off time, capitalizing it, really working on and perfecting their craft. So, you know, we knew that you, these Utah guys were committed to winning, but it's always great to have that reaffirmed by hearing about how much extra time they're putting in off the field as well. So I thought that was a great sign that Coach Witt was so encouraged by today's first practice where he said it looked like it was nine practices in. I mean, that is about as good a compliment you can get after a very first practice showed how sharp this team was and how the veteran leadership really showed up. And speaking of veteran leadership, the leader of this team, of course, is Cam Rising. And Coach Witt was once again very high on Cam. Said he's one of the hardest workers on the team. And if you want to talk about being the best and doing all those things, you got to put in the work and do it. And that's exactly what he does. Talked about how outstanding his performance was. To also credit his film study for another reason, he's been able to have so much success, not just as a starting quarterback, but during his just in time with the Utes in general, being such a good leader and why he commands so much respect from the locker room. Coach Wood even said there's really no weakness to his game coming off a great year, and we're fortunate to have him on our team. So just a totally different way that Coach Wood is obviously ta talking about this quarterback position than the past two years that Utah fans have been used to. And we also learned that Cam was actually a little nicked up last year going into the season and kind of dealt with a little bit of an injury all year long. So that he was not at 100%, Cam mentioned, but he does feel 100% going into this year. And because he feels 100%, not only is he obviously in sole possession of the starting quarterback job, but Coach Witt said he feels like they can incorporate 
something new into their offense. And of course, that's something new being a big play and some of those deep shots that we haven't seen this Utah team play as much. Of course, we all remember the flea flicker versus USC, but just in general, when you go in to game plan against this Utah team, you know, a lot of times you can just play with one high safety or single high safety, as a lot of people call it, and bring another down to the box because you're worried about stopping the run. You're not as much worried about the receivers beating you deep as well as the quarterback is going to beat you with a deep shot. And that's something that as great as Cam was last year, he was not one of the most prolific deep passers in college football where teams were terrified of his arm beating him. And that could be a Different cases here, as Cam even talked about, and we're going to talk about more of the players' reactions and quotes we got out of the offensive guys from tomorrow's show. A reminder for you guys that we were only able to speak with the offensive portion of not just the staff, being Coach Witt and Coach Ludwig, but the players as well. So we didn't get to hear from Coach Scally, as well as guys like Clark Phillips and the rest of the defense. But focusing back in on this. So as we talked about, Cam feels like his arm is back. He feels like he's really healthy. feels like he's ready to go, feeling really good going into camp. And sounds like he had a good day today, getting some deep shots down and in there to his different guys, whether that was Devon Vele, Solomon Enos being another one as well, where it really feels like this Utah team wants to incorporate something new into this offense, and that being the big play. Coach Witt said, we've been able to run it, get the play action going, intermediate throws, it's all been there. But when if we can start hitting on some of those deep balls, that's where this offense can really be explosive and, in my opinion, work their way towards being unstoppable and one of the most prolific offenses in the country because that's really all they're missing from being a complete team. This is a team that's capable of getting the rushing the ball, getting the tough yards in between the tackles, getting the outside as well. In terms of rushing, it's not weak. In terms of if you need a little five-yard pass, a little 10-yard pass, they can do that as well. And even a 20-yard pass. How many times do we see Dalton Kincaid go down the sideline, go up and get a ball, and guys like Britton Covey being able to take a little slant and take it another 15 yards after that. But having that deep threat, I think, is going to be crucial. And that was something we saw in the spring game a little bit was how Cam trusted Devon Vele to go up and get some of those balls. And keep speaking of Devon Vele, that was something Coach Witt also talked about. He said Devon was the clear number one wide receiver on this team, which is something we all expected and thought going into spring camp. It's still cool to hear Coach Witt acknowledge and talk about that, just the strategies that Devon has made in his play. And he was another winner, said Coach Witt kind of mentioned how he had a really good day one of practice. But Vele wasn't the only receiver at a good first day, as Coach Witt also made a point to highlight Solomon Enos for the strong day that he had. So Solomon looks like he's got the number two receiver job on lock. That was something for you, those of you who listened to me and Cole Bagley on yesterday's show talking about our questions. We thought that Solomon had the two job, but we weren't 100% sure. But it sounds like this is definitely a Devon Vele, Solomon Enos going to be a one-two punch with those guys, which each of them respectfully in that one spot being Vele and the two spot being Enos. But I really like Solomon Enos. He's the kind of veteran guy, tough receiver that you can trust. I, he's not a guy who's going to drop the ball, not necessarily the most explosive receiver, but I think he's really going to do a good job getting it done for this Utah team. And, hey, I'd love to see him be one of those guys who does go and get some of those more explosive balls of explosive deep shot catches if he has been able to kind of work and transform his game as well I think that'd be really fun you know another thing coach Witt talked about was they have five to six young guys who are kind of in here now and have the chance to make an impact in this first season as well coming in and trying to make a name we'll see who gets that number three receiver spot it is very much open but it's going to be a fun competition Coach Witt also made the point to highlight how healthy this team is right now. They only have one guy down at the moment. Even a guy like Jaron Kump is back. He's all good. He's getting the first team reps at right tackle as well, Coach Witt talked about. So good to hear that Kump is back and ready to go. That was another question we had. And Coach Witt also made a point to mention guys like Diabate, Lander Barton, 
Jalen Glover, how these guys, he said, these new pieces, they're going to play a factor. Even going into the first game, they're going to be contributors on this team, and it's going to be fun to see the role they play with this Utah team because if they're obviously standing out after the very first day, you know they're going to get some shine and an opportunity to prove themselves on the field. So Coach Witt, never a guy who's going to talk to the media for 30 minutes and give you everything you need, not that they that he – would necessarily want to do that anyways, or any coach in the country would really do that. But you know what I mean? Not the guy who's going to share the most, but still gave a lot away the very first day. So it was encouraging to hear him talk about all the things that went well at the first day of practice. And he was in a really good mood after I can genuinely attest to that. You could tell he believed what he said, that this was a really smooth first practice. And you could tell he was really excited that there weren't those mental mistakes that you often see in a first practice. So great to hear that the team was feeling good, feeling under it as well. So that's what Coach Witt kind of thought of the first day. But what did Coach Ludwig think of the first day? We're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Carbon in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. Have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're 100% covered in real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com, snag a box for you and your family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a real quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Offer. Go to Built.com, use promo LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo LOCKED15. So jumping back into this for Utah, Looking at it from so Coach Witt, we mentioned very high on the team's first day of practice. So then let's look at it from Coach Ludwig's perspective. Coach Ludwig, Andy Ludwig, been one of the biggest reasons this team has had so much success going back to 2019. And then, of course, last season as well, helping this offense become so deadly and doing a great job last year. We all give a lot of credit to Cam for doing a good job coming in and taking over. Cam obviously has a very different skill set than Charlie Brewer, and Coach Ludwig had no problem crafting a new offense around Cam and making game plans that gave defenses fits, honestly. So it was really encouraging to see the job they did, bringing th- coming together and making it work. And now he's got an opportunity to do that with his quarterback back in the saddle in Cam coming back. This is a team as well that returned 17 starters. So when we talked about earlier how strong the first day of practice was, shouldn't be a huge surprise because you have all those guys coming back who are those veterans and you have a veteran you have a veteran leader in each of the room when you're looking at the roster up and down quarterbacks obviously cam rising is one of the leaders of the team brain daniels leading the offensive line room at the linebacker spot even though karen reed is not the most experienced veteran guy he's still a guy who's been in the system and saw a lot of playing time last year so he's another one that'll help you out there. Clark Phillips, one of the leaders of the defense, RJ Hubert back at the safety spot and Cole Bishop, a guy who played a ton last year can relate to a lot of those young safeties. You've got guys like Devin Kafusi up front to help out along the defensive line at the wide receiver spot, Devon Bailey and Brant Keithy and Dalton Kincaid also 
leading things. So that's, I mean, you go up and down and even a guy like Tavion has got a ton of experience last year and Makai Bernard's been with the team as well for a while. So you got leaders in every single position, which is so big. Those guys have been hearing what the coaches have been preaching for years. Now they understand what this staff expects from this group. And that is such a huge thing to have coaches who are also some of your best players as well. Those leaders in the room who can be extra messenger messengers from what the message overall is for this team. So talking about it from coach Ludwig's perspective, the very first practice, he talked about it as well. When you have this many returning starters hitting the ground, running on day one, you have a lot of guys who have been here. So they understand the system. There's just and the system's mostly the same. There's just a few tweaks and modifications, you know, and you also want, he also mentioned how you want to be careful of when they get things down so quickly like this, it can be tempting just to throw everything at them, but you want to ease back a little bit and still slow them into things. It's no different than when you're learning a new task on the day. Let's say you sell hats and you go from one place that sells hats to another place that sells hats. You're still doing the same job. So you've got all that down, but there's some minute details and minor differences that if all those get thrown at you at once, you're going to get confused really fast. So that's why the coaching staff wants to ease these guys into it is yes, it's still the same principles, but there are still some slight differences. And I'm sure this team is already looking at some things and game planning for some things they want to throw at this Gators team as we are officially less than a month away from kickoff in Gainesville. So it was encouraging, like he said, to hear that all the guys were picking everything up really good and like slowly but surely going to start easing them in and giving them the rest of the playbook as well. Now, Coach Ludwig did mention he didn't feel as strongly as Coach Witt did about there being almost no mistakes, but he said that it was encouraging to hear that Coach Witt thought that way, but he said they still have a little bit of a ways to go before the first kickoff, but who doesn't? It's the very first day in pads. Like I said, I imagine this Utah team is farther ahead than 90% of the teams in the country in terms of mental mistakes in their very first practice being very little. One of the other interesting things that Coach Ludwig talked about was he, how this Utah team this year is actually going to scheme towards their talent a little bit more. He said there are some plays that are designed for players' skill set in mind, whether that be the pass catchers, tight ends and receivers, or the running backs as well. They are looking to give these guys some more opportunities. And when he said that, there's two things that come to mind for me. It's not as much the running back. There's two guys that come to mind for me. Number one is plays where Cam straight up gets it, and they like a matchup with Devon on the outside, and the play is pretty much throw it up to Devon. Now, there are other things that go off. Let's say the safety recognizes it right away, and, oh, Devon's been doubled, or the throw's not there. There will be other checkdowns to that, but I believe the intention of calling those kind of plays would be to give Devon a shot one-on-one, got a big body receiver you think can go up, win that 50-50 jump ball, or just go burn a DB for a nice 60-yard touchdown. And Speaking of jump balls, I think we're going to continue to see some more Balls getting thrown Dalton Kincaid's way, especially in the red zone. I think he's one of the best 50-50 ball, not just tight ends, but pass catchers in college football. And I think this Utah team wants to give him the opportunity to go up and get a couple of those, giving Utah some points. And they realize that's going to be one of their most efficient offensive weapons in the red zone is going up to Dalton Kincaid, the former basketball player. So I got to believe those are the two in mind. But I also think you got a guy in Makai Bernard who I think – We saw what an incredible catch he made in the Rose Bowl. I think there are situations where you can really use his receiving ability, depending on the type of linebacker personnel that would be trying to guard him in the open field. So he's another guy, if they like a 
of play or something the way it's looking out, I think they'll go to him in one of those situations as well. But I love that this that Coach Ludwig and the rest of the staff is taking advantage of some of the talent they have. They have incredible guys on both sides of the ball, but specifically we're looking at offense right now. These are dudes who can get it done, and you've got to give them the opportunity to do that. And I was really happy to hear that's what they're going to do. Coach Ludwig also spoke to Cam and how he's going, gotten better going deep. Talked about how he sees more zip on the ball from Cam, and he's excited to see him air it out more this year. And he feels like he's always done a good job on some of those fade balls, and he's excited to give him more of those opportunities. And that's something I'm excited to see as well, as we talked about with Coach Witt, is Cam taking more deep shots. I'm already looking forward to broadcasters calling 60-yard Cam rising touchdown passes. And when it comes to Cam's NFL draft stock, that was the big knock on him is what about the arm strength? Well, if he wasn't really healthy last year, he's going to have a chance to dispel that narrative and really get himself drafted high. So a great opportunity for Cam and great to hear that he didn't just impress Coach Witt, but Coach Ludwig as well as play callers, who's going to be the guy who's given him more of those chances on offense. One thing that was interesting I thought that Coach Ludwig highlighted was he mentioned that there is an open competition at running back. And he mentioned, look, we know what Tavion did coming back. He didn't say Tavion was the favorite, but it sound, but based on his tone and if you listen to it, it sounds like he's saying, look, Tavion is the leader in the clubhouse right now. Once again, he doesn't say that, but he, he gives Tavion his flowers for what he did a year ago. I mean, you do have the returning leader in terms of single most touchdowns in a season what Tavion had with 21 last year a single season that's the all-time record at Utah as you guys know so you got him coming back coach Ludwig made it sound like he's going to be our number one guy but guys like Chris Curry Makai Bernard Jalen Glover he mentioned all still in there so expect all those guys to get a little bit of run Chris Curry was a guy we saw get a lot of opportunities early on in the season as Utah was kind of trying to figure out who their backs were going to be and kind of faded away from him late but it'd be awesome if Chris has been working at it and can get some opportunity as well you never know when injuries are going to strike, and you never know to what position as well. So it's good that Utah has multiple guys that are going to be ready to go to step up. Speaking of stepping up, talk about some of those receivers as well. Coach Ludwig mentioned that he was really impressed with the young receivers, some tall, long, athletic guys who can really get out there and run. And I got to imagine he's one of those guys he's excited about for the young receivers is Teo Johnson, who I have got to imagine a really good first day of camp if Coaches talk about how fired up he is about this young group of receivers, but I'm sure Makai Cope had a good day as well. Jalen Dixon might have too. So it's an exciting receiving group for this Utah team. It sounds like Coach Ludwig is excited to take advantage of it. This could be the most productive season we've seen from Utah receivers in a very long time. Another thing that stood out to Coach Ludwig was how the offensive line, he feels really good about their depth. you got a lot of guys who've played significant snaps. These guys are battle-tested in some of the biggest games and hostile atmospheres, and he feels ready with his group. And once again, just another coach who's highlighted the depth. We heard Coach Witt talk about that before. He feels good about the depth of this group, and he highlighted it as well. And based on all this Coach Ludwig said, like he feels good that there's not going to be some mistakes and Things left up in the air like it was in early September last year. Look at that BYU game. The team didn't do a very good job of protecting Charlie Brewer. Coach Ludwig talked about how he expects this group to have a more successful start to the season because of all the experience they come with. And speaking of that experience, he was also excited about the having Dalton and Brant back. Just said, these are guys who are such skilled at the tight end spots. They can do so many different things, and they have the mental capacity to be able to take on a lot. So it's going to be fun to see how those guys get utilized as well. I think Brant and Dalton could very well go for career highs this year. It depends on how productive a year the receivers have because that could take away some opportunities. But I definitely expect Cam Rising to throw for more yards this year than they did last year, and not just because of the lack of starting opportunities. I think even in the same game sample, if you compare 
this year's to last season, he'll have thrown for more yards as well. And a large part of that is going to, of course, be his tight end production because when you got the best duo in the nation, sorry, Georgia, but it is Dalton Kincaid and Brant Keithy here at Utah. You're going to have a great opportunity to do that. So always great to hear from Coach Ludwig as well. Not a guy who always opens up about everything when it comes to his team, but you could tell he was definitely wanted to work on some things, but he sounded pleased with the way the first practice went today as well. So moving on to our third topic. I want to talk about something that I thought was really interesting that Coach Witt kind of talked about today. And he t- mentioned to the media that one thing that he's gonna, they're going to do is they're going to have less live reps this fall because of how much experience they have coming back. And I think that is such a great thing for Coach Witt to understand and take in that this is a group that they don't need to get hit every single play. They're used to getting hit, making those tough plays, making those catches. This is a veteran-led team. We've already talked about it. 17 returning starters is the magical number. So when you have guys who have been through that so much, the priority is then keeping that group of guys healthy. And I think that's what this coaching staff is really trying to do by eliminating some of those live reps or more of those live reps they've had in the past. So I think this is a great idea for them to cut down on those live reps and just take better care of their guys. And speaking of taking better care of those guys, Utah's using those marshmallow helmets this year. I think that's another great move to just make it safer for these guys when they're hitting, kind of lower some of the trauma early on because it's a long, grueling season. And obviously those those marshmallow pads aren't going to be on. So if it's going to help you a little bit, why not keep your guys healthier, more fresh? Why not use them now? Just take the extra safety precaution. And I just think it's great that Coach Witt is adapting to a way. We're seeing a lot of teams use these marshmallow padded helmets, basically. Seeing a lot of teams do less live reps. College football is changing and adapting for ways that go far beyond all the realignment stuff that we've been talking about on this show. There are new advancements in science, safety, technology. Everything is so much more. There's a better way to take care of your players and your athletes. I think it's really cool that this coaching staff is recognizing that, hey, we don't need to throw these guys into the fire as much in practice because they've been through it before and they're, we know they can handle it. So better now to take care of them than to risk those long-term repercussions of them going into the first couple weeks already wore down from a grueling camp, which that doesn't sound like it's going to be the case because this coaching staff sounds like they don't think they need to get this group as ready as they have some of their groups in the past. And I just think it's great, as I mentioned, that Coach Wade is adapting. It's something we've seen a lot of college coaches really struggle to adapt a lot of the older college coaches and some of those guys have been phased out in the past. And you see coach Witt is having some of his best seasons he's ever had with Utah in recent years. When a lot of his peers, there's a reason he's one of the longer tenured coaches. A lot of the other coaches that are around his age, they've fallen off. They haven't been able to change their ways and get used to the new way that college football is being played. Like as I mentioned, I think coach Witt really is. He sounded really joyful at the media at media session today like he was just happy to be back out there on the field with his guys and he was pleased by what he saw them in the first day and I think because of that atmosphere the culture the safety that Utah's bringing in it's helped him with recruiting as well that this is a place people want to come down to and play in they know they're going to have an opportunity to compete for a starting job that was another thing coach Witt did mention he said hey even if you're a third string guy these third string guys know you're just an injury or two from being away and you're always going to have an opportunity to compete for a job as well so I just think it's a great opportunity for this Utah football team that you have so many of these guys coming in, coming to watch training camp and do all these different things or fall camp and just take in the atmosphere, hear about these things. And this Utah football team has really built a strong culture that I think it has drawn in a lot of players 
and just made this place appealing. So I think it's great that Coach Witt is adapting to the way that college football is played today and the off-season care, off-the-field care that goes into that as well. So coming up on the rest of the week, so we got one show left, Friday's show, we're going to be talking about the offensive player, what Cam Rising, Dalton Kincaid, said Braden Daniels, another one we spoke to, talked about how the first practice went Now they're feeling about this team going into it. And based on what we talked about today, you guys can tell it's going to be a good thing because this first practice went really well for the youths. And we guys, as always, we thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen every day. But if you are in the market for a second listen every day, we'd like to recommend Locked On Pac-12. Host Spencer McLaughlin and other Locked On Pac-12 hosts will take you around the conference in 30 minutes talking about the biggest news and storylines in the, around the Pac-12. Obviously, conference realignment being a big talking point, as well as a ton of other schools about to get their fall camps underway. An exciting time for Pac-12 football. There's look, a lot of controversy, right? We don't know how much longer... Pac-12 football is going to be a thing, but while it is a thing, I'm definitely going to enjoy it. I think it is a great conference, conference of champions, right? So it's going to be fun to see how it all shakes out, just like it's always fun talking Utah football with you guys. I'm at JT Wistersill on Twitter. Make sure you guys follow me and go to the Locked On Utes Twitter as well. You guys want any any questions answered on the show, hit me, hit me up on Twitter, guys, and just send a message in. And we'll be sure to answer as many of them as we can. So thank you guys for joining us on today's edition of Locked On Utes. And we'll see you tomorrow.